Thank you so much. Can we just lift up our voices to God and give God praise for today? Thank God for what God has done today in all our ways. The Lord who has given us strength to see another day. We give Him the praise and honor and glory. We exalt and magnify His holy name. Oh Lord our God be that exalted. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Let's just give God praise for this hour. Jehovah, we bless you, we exalt you, we magnify thee, we glorify your holy name. Thank you for your mercy, thank you for your honor. Thank God for the strength you have given to us over these weeks. It has been quite a journey, but the Spirit of God has set us, is, is sailed us through it. Thank God for the testimonies that we have received from brethren. Thank God for the impartation, the word, the knowledge that God has given the spiritual impartation that we have received, our God and our King, we bless your name. We glorify you, God. We thank you, 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 we thank you. Blessed be your name, sovereign Lord. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. I will just lift up our voices to God and begin to thank God for today. Thank God for the word that you will receive today. Thank God for the authority of God upon your lips today. Our God and our King, we exalt and magnify your holy name. Father, we bless you, 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 we bless you. Thank God for eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. What God has prepared for those who love Him. And one of it is what we receive from the Lord today. The things that are hidden for ages shall be revealed to us. Mystery of the kingdom shall be revealed to us. Father, we exalt you. We magnify your holy name. We praise you, O Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' holy name we are praised. Praise the Lord. Unmuted. So tonight we'll be going straight to our Bible study. And uh, I just give us a recap from uh, our last week's study. From our last week's study, you all will bear with me that we looked at the destruction of Babylon and the Babylonians. And if you have always you have always have it in your mind that the Babylonia or the Babylon belong to the people of this world or the world itself. So a little recap on some of the things that we touched last week and this week. That was the message that was sent to Babylon that God will utterly or totally destroy Babylon. And how is God going to destroy Babylon? Or why is God going to destroy Babylon? Therefore, he asked us as believers, since we know that Babylon is a type of this world, we should go and tell and announce to the people of the world, even people that are still being worldly in the church, to announce to them. In that verse 2, he said, announce of verse 50. He said, announce and proclaim among the nations. Lift up a banner and proclaim it. Keep nothing back, but say, Babylon will be captured. And it also explains to us the reason why Babylon will be captured. Babylon will be captured because of the gods that is served. We continue to say, mention Bel, we be put to shame. We mention Madoc, we be filled with terror. Our images will be put to shame. And our idols filled with terror. 
a nation from the north which has always said to us because that starts from Jeremiah chapter 1 we lay Babylon waste no one will live in it both people and animals went for that to say to, to, to say again that he will sympathize with his people because of the way the shepherds have misled his people and in that verse uh, 6 he says my people have been lost sheep their shepherd have been led astray and caused them to roam on the mountains God is not happy that his own people the faithful will be punished in the midst of the Babylonians but you can see in that verse as I said to us last week God sympathizing with his children that are led astray by his uh, by his shepherds but I have a good news for us as I said last week Jesus is the good shepherd He's only is the only one that can lead us to the right pasture. So let's follow with Jesus so that we will not be ruined or destroyed with Babylon. And again, when we look at that verse 15, just to pick on some of the things that we discussed, chapter uh, chapter 50, he spoke uh, spoke about the uh, supremacy of the Lord. In that chapter 15, he said. Uh, talks about the thunder, God thunders. He talks about God, the, crea- the creator of heaven and earth. He said God made the earth by his power. He founded the world by his wisdom and spread out the heavens by his understanding. He talks about when he thunders the waters in the heaven roar. He makes cloud rise from the ends of the earth. He sends lightning with the rain and brings out the wind from the supremacy of the Lord. So I will advise that we all we see God as supreme and continue to follow his precepts. The people of Babylon were full of idolatry. And you can see in that verse 17, he says, Everyone is senseless and without knowledge. This is one of the reasons why. God is destroying Babylon. Every goldsmith is shamed by his idols. That is, all the idols that were made for the people, they will be destroyed. These idols will rot and decay. May we not follow idols in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. There are things that serve as idols in our heart that can make us to be destroyed with the world. But thanks be to God that will take us out of it because uh, of his faithfulness and that takes us as well to the total destruction that is coming on Babylon and in that verse 25 he said I am against you you destroying mountains who, you who destroy the whole earth that is Babylon Babylon has come into the church to destroy the church but God himself will chase Babylon out how is Babylon coming to the church you see a lot of Christians that are going into the world to bring all the world fashion into the church God said he's going to chase them out and he will restore his own people faithful people if you are not very careful 
People bring the world to the church. By the time you know it, even the faithful ones are following. That's why he said in that verse 25, he said, I am against you. You destroy mountains. People have become unnecessary mountains. There are no more examples in the church. He said, you who destroy the whole earth, may we not be partaker of people or be the people that destroy his church. He said, I will stretch out my hands against you. Roll you off the cliff and make you a burnt out mountain. Said Babylon's in the church, Babylonians in the church. They become like a burnt mountain. It's referring to volcan uh, uh, volcanic uh, 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 something that happens here in the life of people. They have taken the life and the riches that they have, they have put it upon themselves and they have used it and been bad example to the church. What God said here, He said, It's against all people. They will roll them off the cliff. That is their pride. And make them burn out, burnt out mountain. Then they will turn into a volcano and they will be burnt out. No rock will be taken from you for a cornerstone. God is going to make such people that are bringing Babylonian attitude to the church, going to make them useless. Nor any stone for a foundation for you will be desolate forever. What God is saying here is that there is going to be total destruction on Babylon and anyone that brings Babylonian attitude into the church. Then he takes us on, because I'm just recapping on what we studied uh, last week. He takes us to this area just to advise his own people. From that verse 45 of that uh, 51. An advice from God for those that have followed the attitude or the idolatry of the Babylonian. From 44, he said, I will punish Baal in Babylon and make him spew out what he has swallowed. The nation will no longer stream to him and the wall of Babylon will fall. Now he's advising for as many people that have backslidden and have gone back to Babylon. He said, come out of her, my people. God's advice to us is to come out of Babylon. Not only by coming gently, he said, run for your lives. For adventure, you are finding yourself with Babylonian attitudes, or you are living in Babylon and having one leg in church. God wants you to run out for your life. Run from the fierce anger of the Lord. God is coming soon. God has rises for us to run out from God's fierce anger. God is love. Said, do not lose that or be afraid. When rumors are heard in the land, or rumors come this year, another next year. The time is severely short. And we are hearing rumors of violence. That will happen to the, to the land of Babylonia. God wants us to run out of Babylon. Paradventure, you find yourself there. For the time will surely come when I will punish the idols of Babylon. Verse 47. Our whole land will be disgraced. Mm -hmm. And as slain will all life fall in within her. 
The heavens and the earth and all that is in them will shout for joy over Babylon. For out of the north, destroyer will attack. Babylon must fall because of Israel's slain. Just as the slain in the, in, on the earth are falling because of Babylon. You who have escaped the sword, live and do not linger. Remember the Lord in a distant land and call to mind Jerusalem. Babylon is going to fall. Amen. Amen. And Babylon will be completely destroyed. Mm -hmm. So let's add this in mind so that our lifestyle will be to suit God and not to suit the world because Babylon will fall. When you have time, I would advise that you read more of that uh, 50 and uh, 51 about the fall of Babylon. Now that takes us to chapter 52 today, which ends the book of uh, Jeremiah. And in this chapter 52, as you read, you will see that it is a recap of what Jeremiah has prophesied before. So that, we can, uh, so that we can understand that God is not a man that he should lie. Not the son of man that he will change his mind. What he has said will definitely come to pass. The fall of Jerusalem. That is what we are looking at. He had already said that Babylon will fall. Now we are looking at the fall of Jerusalem. Which, uh, uh, what causes the fall of Jerusalem? Which Jeremiah has been prophesying right from the book of Jeremiah. If you read the book of Jeremiah 39, you will see it there. The book of Second Kings also relate, relate to this that we are going to study here. Say the fall of Jerusalem. And we are going to look as we study in this place, what is it that makes Jerusalem to fall? Because if you are not very careful as believers, you might think you are standing. But let us be very careful so that we will not fall. The fall of Jerusalem. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother's name was Amutual, daughter of Jerusalem, and Jeremiah. So the daughter of Jeremiah married uh, is the wife of uh, Zedekiah. She was from Libna. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as Joachim had done. I want us to underline that word evil. Evil before the Lord is bad. So in our Christian work, let us not continue to do evil and expecting grace to abound. Mm -hmm. These people that we are studying about, Zedekiah, you will see the evil that he did. Joachim also, it was reported concerning him. What is your legacy? What is the report that people are going to speak concerning you? Now we are reading about this man. Jeremiah spoke about all of them in our previous chapters. He said, It was because of the Lord's anger that all this happened to Jerusalem and Judah. And in the end, it thrust, thrust them from his presence. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now that Zedekiah rebelled, I want you to underline that word again, rebelled, evil, because these are some of the things that causes Jerusalem to fall. 
And this can also be the cause of any Christian falling. He said, now Jeremiah rebelled. Uh, Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. Mm -hmm. So in the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, on the tenth day of the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon marched against Jerusalem with his whole army. They encamped outside the city and built sage work all around it. The city was kept under siege, a siege until the eleventh year of the king Zedekiah. But the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine in the city had become so severe. I want you to underline famine. What can cause famine in a Christian life? Evil, rebellion, all this can cause famine, unfaithfulness to the word of God can cause famine. He said, famine in the city had become so severe that there was no food for the people to eat. But thank God, we are not famished of the word of God, we are still eating the word of God. Amen. Ezekiel said he ate the word of God and it was sweet like honey. We will continue to read the word of God and it will be sweeter than honey. Amen. On our lips in the name of Jesus. Amen. Then the city, was a war, uh, city wall was broken through and the whole army fled. They left the city at night through the gates between the two walls near the king's garden. Though the Babylonians were surrounding the city they fled towards the Arabah, but the Babylonian army pursued King Zedekiah, overtook him in the, plain, in the plains of Jericho. All his soldiers were separated from him and scattered, and he was captured. What can make the enemy overpower us? Sin. And that is what you are hearing here. Evil Rebellion, unfaithfulness can cause the enemy to capture us or to overpower us. Mm -hmm. And this is what you can see today that is happening. The Bible says the evil that men uh, 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 did or does, live after the deed, live after them. Amen? Amen? So let us avoid evil as we live our Christian lives. It says here, all the soldiers were separated from him and scattered and he was captured. When the leader fails, sometimes when he's handed into the hand of the enemy, other people that are under him might follow as well. Mm -hmm. May God protect us and protect our leaders in the name of Jesus. Amen. He was taken to the king of Babylon at Riblah, in the land of Hamath, where he pronounced sentence on him. There in Ribla, the king of Babylon killed the sons of Zedekiah. Look at what happened to the Zedekiah mm -hmm. because of sin. Jeremiah 39 talks about this and Second Kings also talks about that. His sons were killed. His sons were not only killed, I want you to underline that, before his eyes may evil not happen to us while we are still alive. 
Before his own mm. eyes, his son were killed. This is a very bad thing that happened to him. He also killed all the officials of Judah. Not only his sons, but his followers were killed, were killed in, his, in his lifetime. Then he put out Zedekiah's eyes, bound with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon, where he put him in prison till the day of his death. We not do evil that will lead us to the day of our death in the name of Jesus. Amen. On the tenth day of the fifth month, in the nineteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Zebuzaradin, you know we studied this about this Zebuzaradin in the Jeremiah 40, commander of the imperial guard, who said the king of Babylon came to Jerusalem. He set fire to the temple of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of Jerusalem. You know what you are looking at here is the fall of Jerusalem. What made Jerusalem fall? And how did it fall? How was Jerusalem destroyed? Mm -hmm. You can see here, fire. Mm -hmm. the, 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 every, uh, he set fire to the temple of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of Jerusalem. Every important building he burned down. The whole Babylonian army, under the commander of the imperial guard, broke down all the wall around, broke down all the wall around Jerusalem. Nebuzaradin, the commander of the guard, carried into exile some of the poorest people and those who remain in the city, along with the rest of the craftsmen and those who had deserted to the king of Babylonia. But Zebuzaradin left behind the rest of the poorest people of the land to walk in the vineyard. You can see how God can protect his own people. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah reference to this is Jeremiah chapter 40 verse 6. Mm -hmm. The poorest, the faithful, mm -hmm. that were left behind, were provided for. May God remember us in the time of our lower estate. According to that book of Psalm 136. Mm -hmm. Verse 17, the Babylonian broke up the bronze pillars. The movable stands. We are looking at how Babylon fall or how Babylon was destroyed. It was the Babylonians. They broke up the bronze pillars, the movable stands, the bronze sea that were in the temple of the Lord and they carried all the bronze to Babylon. They also took away the pots, shovels, wheat trimmers, sprinkling bowls, dishes, and all the bronze articles used in the temple service. They will not be emptied of everything that God has provided for us. Amen. The commander of the imperial guard took away the basin censer, sprinkling bowls, pots, lampstand dishes, and bowls used for drink offerings, all that were made of pure gold or silver. Mm. The bronze from the two pillars, the sea and the twelve bronze, bulls under it, and the movable stands, which King Solomon had made for the temple of the Lord, was more than could be weighed. Each pillar was 18 cubits high, 12 cubits in circumference, 
each was four fingers thick and hollow. The bronze capital on the top of the pillar was five cubits high and was decorated with a network and pomegranates of bronze all around. The other pillar with its pomegranates was similar. There were 96 pomegranates on the side. The total number of pomegranates above the surrounding network was a hundred. Mm-hmm. When you read the book of Second Chronicles, when David was uh, Solomon built the temple, you will see all these things set up there. Mm-hmm. The commander of the guard took as prisoners Seria, the chief priest, mm-hmm. Sephaniah, the priest nest in rank, and three dog keepers. Of those still in the city, he took the officer in charge of the fighting men, seven royal advisors. <coughs> he also took the secretary, mm-hmm. who was chief officer in charge of con- uh, conscripting the people of the land, six of whom were found in the city. Mm-hmm. Nebuzaradin, the commander, took them all and brought them to the king of Babylon at Ribla. There at Ribla in the land of Hamas, the king had them executed. So Judah went into captivity away from mm-hmm. our land. Mm-hmm. This is the number of the people Nebuchadnezzar carried into exile. In the seventh year, 3,023 Jews. Mm-hmm. In Nebuchadnezzar's uh, 18th year, 832 people from Jerusalem. In his 23rd year, 745 Jews taken into exile mm-hmm. by Nebuzaradin, the commander of the imperial guard. There were 4,600 people all in total. Their chin released. This, are some, uh, this is how uh, Jerusalem was captured and destroyed. Even the people were taken into exile. They will not go into exile. Amen. In the 37th year of the exile of Joachim, king of Judah, in the year Awel Madoc became king of Babylon. On the 25th of the 20, 25th month, he released Joachim, king of Judah, and freed him from prison. Mm-hmm. I want you to underline that freedom of this wicked king as well. He spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat of honor higher than those of the other kings mm-hmm. who were with him in, in Babylon. So Joachim put aside his prison clothes and for the rest of his life ate regularly in the king's table. Day by day, the king of Babylon gave Joachim a regular allowance as long as he lived till the day of his death. But we find favor before the Lord like this king did in the name of Jesus. Amen. That takes me to, the, to our notes tonight. When you look at the book of Jeremiah, chapter 13 to 16, mm-hmm. it talks more about that, that this Jeremiah 52 from 27. He said the word of the Lord through his prophets has come to pass. It was a confirmation of the word of God through Jeremiah that Jerusalem will be destroyed. And all what we see in this uh, 
Jeremiah 52 is a review of what Jeremiah has prophesied. Why is Jerusalem uh, destroyed? Or why are we looking at the review of what Jeremiah has said? If you look at that Jeremiah chapter 13, verse 15 to 27, it talks about pride of Jerusalem. Hence, we can say that pride precedes captivity. Their pride was what led these people of God to go into captivity. Mm-hmm. May God take away every form of pride from our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Then in Jeremiah chapter 14, 1 to 6, you will remember that we studied about famine, about sword, and pestilence. These are some of the things that Jeremiah prophesied that will happen to the people. Mm-hmm. And it actually happened to them. So that's part of the review that we are talking about here. Some of them taken to prison, but yet they had favor from the Lord. And in that Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 7 to 9, we also see the picture of Jeremiah appealing to God for help and deliverance for the people of God. Hence that chapter 14, Jeremiah 14, you can write this down so that after this lecture you go back to them. The people of Judah had not obeyed the Lord, Lord's command to put false prophets to death. This is one of the reasons why God is destroying uh, uh, Jerusalem. And you can also write this against it, Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1 to 5, and 18 to 20. Rather, they had welcomed idolatry. They had not heeded the, uh, the command of the Lord. Hence, God put their pro- false prophet to death. Therefore, God will destroy both prophets and the, and the people by revi- reversing the false prophecy of deliverance and turning it into death ten- sentences. When you read that uh, Jeremiah chapter 13 to uh, 16, you will see the, the reason why God is destroying Jerusalem. Also looking at another reason from that 16, 1 to 13, we can see Jeremiah's lifestyle and his message. How he related to the people, but the people will not hear him. So God said he will restore Israel in that chapter 16, 14 to 21, which we see in this Jeremiah 52, that in towards the end you can see that there are some of God's people that were restored. So in verse 14 to 15 of that Jeremiah 16, the future restoration of Israel from uh, uh, yes, the future restoration of uh, of uh, Israel, yes. Mm -hmm. You can see it in that Jeremiah 16, 14 to 15. And that you can see towards the end of this chapter 52 how God restores some, restore some of his people. This story that we are uh, the destruction of Jerusalem we can also see it in the book of Second Kings from chapter 18 to 25 18, 19, 20 and 25 Then you can also see it in Jeremiah 39 for reference purposes. 
We can also read about it in Second Kings chapter 24 to chapter 25. And we can also see it in the book of Second Chronicles 36. This Jeremiah 52. The, the chapter 52 is a proof that all the word of the Lord that God prophesied through Jeremiah in all these chapters that I've said before is true. So let us take time to read them and it shall be well with us. To follow up that is stated in this chapter, as I said, we can refer to Second Kings chapter 24, then 18 to 25. This chapter provides a fitting edge for the ministry of Jeremiah. That is this chapter 52 that we are talking about today. A fitting edge for the ministry of Jeremiah to demonstrate that what God is saying through Jeremiah is true. And in this chapter 52, we are reminded from the beginning, as you, as you heard me read, we are reminded about Zedekiah's act of evil. So I want to encourage those people to abstain from evil. Because when the, uh, down, uh, the fall of Jeremiah, um, the fall of Jerusalem was to be introduced, we can see from the beginning that they referenced the act of evil of Zedekiah. You remember when we get to Jesus, the, the Bible said in the Revelation that books will be opened. And if the books are opened, and our acts of evils are coming up on this book, then hell is where we, we will go. So towards this end of Jeremiah here, in that chapter 54, we are, 52, we are reminded about Zedekiah's act of evil. It's responsibility for the calamities that happened in Judah as a result of God's anger. Hence that 52. Let's go back to it, verse 52, Jeremiah 52, Verse 2. Uh, verse 1. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother's name was Hamutal, daughter of Jeremiah. She was from Libna. Look at the acts of this Zedekiah. In that verse 2 of that 52. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Just as Joachim had done, it was because of the Lord's anger that all this happened to Jerusalem and Judah, because of the evil of the people. That's the reason why Jerusalem fell. And in the end, he trusts them from his presence. They will not be taken out of God's presence. Evil can make also be taken out of God's presence. Now Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. As I said to us, Zedekiah was the son who was reminded about the evil acts from the beginning of the chapter and his, uh, his responsibility to the calamities that happened to the people of Judah. That I read to you now in, the, in verse 2 to 3. Zedekiah was also introduced as the son of Josiah, of Josiah, the last king of Judah. We were told in that scripture from the beginning of the chapter that he ruled for 11 years. 
and we are reminded that it was evil and responsible for the calamities that were witnessed in Judah, which led to God's anger. Evil act or evil attitude can cause the anger of God to come upon anyone. So let's avoid evil and do good. Zedekiah rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar who captured him. When Zedekiah rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar, he was captured. When he was captured, because as someone that did evil, he was his sons were killed before him. Evil can cause one to die. Evil can cause evil to continue in somebody's life. So let's avoid doing evil and do good. In that Jeremiah 52, 1 to 16, we can see the consequence of sin. We have been reading the book of Romans now. In the book of Romans chapter 6, 23, it says, The wages of sin is death. And you can see in the life of this King Zedekiah, the consequence of his act of evil was sin. And then the wages of sin led to his death. He did not only die, but his eyes were plucked out. His sons were killed before him. May God help us so that we not continue to live evil and expect the grace of God to abound in our lives. Anyone that does evil will definitely die. God give us a repentant heart so that we will not continue to sin but seek to do good. I wrote here, when a leader does evil, the consequences are shared by those he leads. When you see a wicked leader, we give that to wicked uh, 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 people that are following him, wicked brethren. And that is what you see in the life of Zedekiah here. He was a wicked leader. When the consequence of his uh, action came, he was not only killed, nor was his eyes plucked out, but his sons were killed in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. When a leader does evil, the consequences are shared by those he leads. Hence God's admonition in 1 Timothy 2, 1-4. That we should pray for our leaders. Let's not take, take it for granted and just be looking at them. Even when they fall, let us continue to pray for them. So that they will not die and go to hell. Therefore, he has said, let us pray for our leaders. That's a brief of Ibadah 52, 1 to 16. Then 52, 17 to 34. We can see hope in action. Towards the end of that uh, 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 52, we read about the release of Joachim, the king of Judah, and the kindness that was accorded him after the death of Nebuchadnezzar. From that verses 31 to 34. You can see the hope for Judah. In that Jeremiah 31, again, 31 to 34, that is not the 52, but Jeremiah 31. 
we can relate this to that 52, 31 to 34. We can see God's love. We can see God's hope and uh, a great promise of God despite the destruction of Jerusalem. Can I ask us in conclusion tonight, is God's word in our hearts? Because if God's word was in uh, Zedekiah's heart, he will not continue to do this evil. May we keep the law of the Lord in our hearts, in Jesus' name. We can also see that in the midst of adversity or destruction, God still cares for his people. An example of this is, is remarkable, uh, remarkable care towards Jeremiah. When you read the book of Jeremiah 40, 1 to 3, and uh, verse 4 to 6, Jeremiah also found favor before that commander-in-chief, Nebuzaradan, in that Jeremiah 40, 1 to 3. In the midst of all what was happening, that the people of God were in exile, he found favor. For adventure, there are people that are in exile, as I'm speaking right now. God will show you favor in the name of Jesus. Hence, God demands our faithfulness in everything that we do. As Christians, let us be faithful. As long as you are faithful to God, it will stand for us to the end. Jeremiah was faithful to God. Look at all the experiences that he went through because this is the end of Jeremiah. All the experiences he went to the prison, the time that he was in dungeon, the hatred of the people. Look at everything that he went through. But God was kind to him and he showed him uh, favor. Hence, God demands our faithfulness in all we do. Because of the faithfulness of Jeremiah, the word of God concerning Jeremiah and Jeremiah chapter 1, that he will be with him. He will support him. Everything came to pass. God remarkable care or favor towards Jeremiah from the hand of pagan authority. These are the commanders in the Babylonian army. But yet they showed favor. If you are faithful to God, even in, in the midst of pagan, in the midst of this uh, uh, world, God will show us favor. Jeremiah received favor or a better treatment from Zebuzaradan and from his fellow Jews. Nebuzaradan. Nebuzaradan and his fellow Jews that were left behind in the land. In the midst of horror or terrible situation, you will always find favor as long as you are faithful to God. Can I advise us that we must try our best to be faithful to Him and also stand on His word. Let nothing move us. We see His mighty hand of favor in our lives. Jeremiah 40, 1 to 3, and uh, the same Jeremiah 40, 4 to 6. And as we end uh, uh, chapter 52, you can see the release of Joachim. After being released from prison, he lived the rest of his life dependent on the king of Babylon. 
and he received the Babylonian king's favor. That you can see in the 52, 31 to 30, 34. He said in the 37th year of the exile of Joachim, king of Judah, in the year Awal Ivu Maruda. That's the name of the man. Okay. In the year Ivu Maruda became king. No, 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 no. In the year Awal Madog, that's what they said here. Yeah. This my own skill. A W E L, well, Madog yeah. yeah. became king of Babylon. He's a wicked king too. On the 25th day of the 12th month, he released Joachim, despite his wickedness. God's favor was still upon him. He revealed Joachim, king of Judah, and freed him from prison. <coughs> May God's favor come upon us and free us from any prison that we are in. He spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat of honor higher than those of the other kings who were with him in Babylon. That is what we call favor and the mighty hands of the Lord Almighty. Mm-hmm. Even in the midst of disaster. So Joachim put aside his prison clothes and for the rest of his life ate regularly at the king's table. May favor follow us wherever we go. Mm-hmm. Even in the midst of confusion, favor, he said the prison clothes were taken off this, this thing and for the rest of his life he ate regularly at the king's table this is favor to eat regularly at the king's table is favor and God's mercy may his favor follow us wherever we go day by day the king of Babylon gave Joachim a regular allowance as long as he lived Till the day of his death. May we find such favor before the Lord in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, can I read it to you as well as I cap the conclusion? Joachim, after being released from prison, lived the rest of his life dependent on the king of Babylon, and he received the Babylonian king's favor. Even when Jerusalem was destroyed. The favor of God still rests upon his faithful people. Can I say to us that in the midst of or in a, in the midst of a falling situation, the Lord will lift you higher and show favor to you in the name of Jesus. I rest my case here. And may the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. Amen. So when next we shall meet to be looking at the book of Lamentation. You all know that Jeremiah is a weeping prophet. I'm going to look at Lamentation and then before God's leading to another book that we shall be reading. But before that time, I will advise that we read the book of Lamentation very brief, one to five, and we shall be blessed by it. Can I hand over to Apostle Williams? Well, we're going to pray. What you see at the ending of the story that the king, the new king that came in, 
Amel Madok or in uh, other translation is Ibu Merodax. He granted Madoc. pardon to um, Jehoiachim. What that shows you is that, of course, at that time, Jehoiachim must have repented. What happened is that whenever Christians or God's children, you know, contravene God, God cannot stop judgment. But when they are punished, God hates it. Remember, he said that he raised up uh, Ahasuerus to, to, to be a stick of punishment. But when the time came for him to punish him, he made him go and collide with God's child so that God can destroy him. So we recognize here that what that signifies to us who are Christians is that if you have deserted God, there is still room for you if you repent. Maybe somebody is listening tonight and you are backsliding completely. And Satan is telling you that God will not take you back. If he can favor Jehoiakim, he will still receive you and he will favor you. So let us lift up our voices now and just pray for God's mercy. Shall we pray prayer? Father, Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Pray that God should Father, direct you your heart. We don't want to. We don't want to, we don't want to behave like Zedekiah does. Like Zedekiah or Joachim. Or Joachim. We want to be in obedience to God. Obedience to God. Obedience to you, Lord Jesus. And help pray, Lord, do not give me to like the hands Jeremiah. of my enemy. Help us to be faithful <clears> like Jeremiah. I don't want to be like Zedekiah. Help us, oh God. I don't want so to be like Jehoiakim. Father, strengthen my spirit, strengthen my soul, strengthen my mind. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Tell the Lord to help Jerusalem you. Was destroyed because of Tell her the Lord, let the spirit of Jerusalem Jeremiah be upon me. Because of her pride. Help me to obey Jerusalem you. Was destroyed, help me Lord, not to contravene the Lord. Jesus, Lord. That you take away help me to serve you with the dread take of Take away pride, Lord Jesus, in that will lead me to Jesus captivity Christ. in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I pray. Oh, but the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Lord. Father, in the help name of disaster, Lord Jesus, let the word of God come to me. Help me, Lord Jesus. Let the word of God come to me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' Amen. anointed name we are praying. Amen. You know, we read uh, the book of uh, Romans today as well. I'll be talking to you about the Romans and, and Genesis um, tomorrow. But you see, from the book of Genesis that we read 5 and 6, we can see how God separated the wicked generation and destroyed everything and spared woman. And this is talking about the time of the end when God will punish the world. No matter how many people God punishes, it doesn't affect God at all. Alright? God can spare one man and destroy a whole nation because of wickedness. And you and I are going to pray that Father, in this wicked world, you know, Jesus said that it was in the days of Noah. People are buying and selling and they are doing their own thing. And suddenly the flood came. He says, so shall it be in the time of the coming of the Son of Man. Matthew 24. You are going to say, Father, sustain us by the power of your name. Help me not to be deceived by the devil in these last days. So that when rapture will happen, I will be part of them. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. We read about Noah today. Oh, and Jesus is Father, telling about me, Noah. Me, me, and when the time Jesus. will come, he said the so war will be like a time come, of Lord Noah. Jesus. Father, help also God. When the, the world was so wicked, 
until flood came, they did not take it serious. Tell the Lord, help me to take you serious. Help me to be conscious about you. Father, help me to look unto Jesus alone, the author and finisher of my faith. So that when the rapture will sound, I will be there. I will be there. I will hear the trumpet. I will hear the trumpet. I will hear the trumpet. I don't get to alive. When the trumpets of God shall blast and the dead shall rise, O God, I shall be among them if I was dead. I will be among them that will rapture if I'm alive. Father, Lord, sustain me. Help me by your power, Holy Spirit. Help me, O God. Don't let me be deceived by the devil. Don't let me be deceived by the wicked one. Don't let me be deceived by the wicked one, O God. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Amen. The last time we are going to praise this. He said, I know I found favor. When God decided to destroy, He found a man that found favor before him. You are going to pray and tell God, help me to find favor before you all the time. And you know how you can find favor before him? Moses spoke about it in the book of Exodus chapter 33. In verse 13, when he says, teach me your ways, O God, that I may know you and continue to find favor. So we are going to pray and tell the Lord, Father, in these last days, teach us your way. Teach my heart your way. Yes, teach my mind your way. Yes, teach my soul your way. That I may continue to find people. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, Father Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Teach us your way, O God, that we may continue to know you. So that we may continue to find people before you. Teach us your way. Teach my heart your way. Teach my soul your way. Lord, teach my body your way. That my body will submit to your way. My heart will submit to your way. My soul will submit to your way. Lord, I pray thee, I pray thee, I pray thee, I pray thee, I pray thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Teach me your ways, O God. 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 That will be coming to my favor before you. Father, we thank you and bless your name. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. Amen. Father Lord, I lift up your people before you. May heavens open over you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. In this season that we are, I stand in Christ in God and say, Heaven shall open over you. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, With your eyes you will see the recompense of the wicked. In the midst of the recompense of the wicked that God sent, you will never be partaker. Amen. Amen. When God will send judgment, you will never be partaker. Amen. I say, for he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Most mm. You will not take yourself away from the shelter of the Most High. You will not do anything that will make God kick you out from His shadow. Mm. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ Amen. of Nazareth. Amen. As you look forward, O oh God, to riding to the end of this year, this month, you have promised us it is the month of signs and wonders. I say, signs and wonders will decorate you. Amen. As you are running down the month of June, miraculous wonders will knock your door. Amen. I say, the glory of heaven will rest upon you. Amen. The impossible of your life shall be made possible. Amen. Whatever you are going through, God will show up in the midst of Amen. it. And solutions shall be given to you. Amen. The Lord will strengthen your body, your mother body, and your human mind. So that when you wake up every day, all these spirit of weaknesses and wearinesses that attack people, 
and hinder them from taking the right step at the right time, I banish them away from them. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke the spirit of laziness, ability to stand in the when the day of evil comes. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Lord, we bless your holy name. We glorify you, God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right, Lord, we thank you. If you have any requests, all of you have requests, stretch your hand before the Lord. And you will receive answer now. Amen. I pronounce the blessings of God upon you. May the Lord answer you in your distress. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May he send you help from the sanctuary. Amen. And grant you support from Zion. Amen. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your offerings from your hands. Amen. May he give you the desire of your heart. Amen. And so you who desire healing, you receive your healing right now. Amen. You who desire fruit of the womb, you receive it right now. Amen. The Bible says that shall be none among you that shall be barren. It says, for not shall miscarry in your land. Amen. You will not miscarry any longer. Amen. Neither shall you be barren. Amen. You will have full lifespan. Amen. Every assignment of death on everyone I cancel by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. He says, I will defend my city, says the Lord, from marauding forces. Amen. Every force of evil that is marauding your life, stealing your life, stealing in your life, reading your life, Amen. I overthrow them by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Every evil spirit that is oppressing you, I send fire of God to oppress them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And everyone that has been put in prison, he said, I will save your children from prison. I will deliver them from the waterless system. Be free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every form of illness, I cause you to die from your root. Pains in your hands, in your head, vanish in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every ache in your body, I declare them dead. Amen. You enter into the pool of the blood of healing Amen. of Jesus Christ Amen. and you are made whole. Amen. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Please, when you go to our YouTube, always click that hand that says, I like it. If you like what God is doing, click it, click it. I like it, I like it, I like it. Everybody, you click, I like it, I like it all the time. And also, let me say also to you that send this, this click to all your friends. We can, we can pray a prayer before we close, really. We have been looking at Jeremiah for months. And through the woman of God, God has told us so many things about Jeremiah. It seems as if Jeremiah is living in our time. Because everything that he tells us from Jeremiah, we are seeing it happening in the body of Christ today, in our life today, in our community, in our society. So that has guided our hearts. Really, I think Jeremiah will be one of those that when we get to heaven, he will thank God for mommy teaching us Jeremiah for so many months. It's almost a year we have been doing Jeremiah, if no more than one year. One chapter after the other, and we, we, we are not weary, we are not tired. Even sometimes we go back to the same chapter and revise again and again, and to gain knowledge. So Lord, we thank you for all we receive from the book of Jeremiah. Thank you for your daughter you have used to impart to us. May you refill her, Father, with wisdom and knowledge and understanding in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And the word that we have heard from her on Jeremiah, let it remain alive forever. Guide and protect our hearts towards good things. That your name be exalted. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen and amen.